TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome to the TalkZone.com, two guys and a Mike show. Thank you so much for joining us. Beautiful Tuesday here in the fine city of Chicago. It's the coach and hopefully in the not-too-distant future, the big dog joining you for the next hour. Sports talk and more. That's what we do in the TalkZone.com, two guys and a Mike show. We appreciate your joining us. David Olson, our fine producer, on the other side of the glass. We got a lot of college football to talk about. We have some college basketball to talk about. We can start to uh, look ahead. It's still about six days down the road. And for four teams, it's about 13 days down the road. But we could take a look at the playoff picture as well. We're off. I don't know if we're running, but we're in a light jog. We don't want to start sprinting too soon, David Olson. We want to, uh, you know, pace ourselves. You break out of the gate. That's the problem. Some of our shows have been so solid coming off the gate. Boom, those first five minutes right off the bat, and then we got nowhere to go. The next 48 minutes and 32 seconds. By the way, yesterday's show, the first of 2011, not bad. Big Dog was on his game. I thought we set the bar high of uh, yesterday. Was an indication of how the rest of the year going? It's going to be a good year. And it better be because uh, as the Big Dog and the fine Mayan culture has predicted 2012 might not last too long. So uh, this could be our final year of sports programming here. We'll find out who the number one team is, and it might be the final number one team. We had some good games yesterday. Look it up at the screen right there. Welcome at the uh, smiling, toothy smile of uh, Jim Harbaugh, the fine coach of the Stanford Cardinal. What a ball game that was. Orange Bowl last night. Stanford all over Virginia Tech. Halftime score was 13-12. to 12. And it is Residue Tuesday, by the way, here on the Two Guys at a Mic show. That's a tradition we have. We're doing a uh, one-hour sports talk show. Our limits, our constraints, more specifically because of commercial timing and some of the um, rather rude breaks that our producer David Olson forces us to take. We really only have about 55 minutes of actual programming. you got a whole weekend of sports to talk about. We never get to all the stories, so we started a tradition called Residue Tuesday, where we pick up some of the residue from the weekend, some of the stories that we did not get to. We invite our listeners to join us, so be part of the residue. It's a wonderful feeling. Try it sometime. 888-463-6748 is our phone number. Again, 888 And certainly a lot of the residue over the weekend was the New Year's Day bowl games and um, the final week end of the uh, NFL season. Week number 17, we have concluded the NFL season. You want to comment on that or, again, the playoff picture ahead, we can do that. Again, the phone number, 888 But, uh, boy, Orange Bowl last night, Stanford. What a performance, particularly in the second half. I didn't watch a whole lot of the first half and apparently didn't need to because the game was decided in the second half, 13-12 to 12 at halftime. And everybody figured this could be a great game. Virginia Tech, uh, you know, 10-2, and two, but they had lost their first couple of games, won 10 games in a row, playing very, very good football. The conference champions of the Athletic Coast Conference and playing a very, very good Stanford team, maybe. One could argue, I don't know if we have any Stanford grads out there, uh, 
studies show that there's not too many study, uh, Stanford grads that listen to our show. We got a lot of Oakton Community College grads that listen to the show, but not that many Stanford grads. But um, I would argue the the best. I think I could say if we say the best Stanford Cardinal team ever. Ever, but it was thirteen twelve at halftime. Thirteen to twelve, tight ball game, one point game, and then all of a sudden, turn the switch. Put the flick on. Virginia Tech absolutely laying a collective back. Their defensive coordinator, by the way, you don't want to be around him this morning or last night. That guy was fit to be tied. Not a very happy man. Either was Frank Beamer, Stanford, putting on a clinic. 13-12 at half. They win the game 40-12. to It was an amazing performance. I am uh, uh, informed now by our producer, David Olson, that we are, in fact, joined by our football, uh, some call him an analyst. I like to call him an analyst. <laughs> There's a fine line between the two, but it is my good partner, Joel Radwanski. Big dog, how do you feel about being called an analyst? Uh, coach, I can, if it's about football, I'll be more than happy to be called the analyst. Because uh, you know how I am about football, Coach. Somehow just, it, it just seems right. And, and I'm also a football snob, I'll be more than happy to admit. Yeah, but you're a good snob. You're an educated snob. I appreciate that. Yeah. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Did you and, get a chance to watch the uh, Orange Bowl and see the second half that Stanford put in? Uh, just to let you know, Coach, you know how big of a, a college football fan I am. I, yes. I actually taped the game. Wow. And, uh, you know, but I was still watching it, which is kind of funny. But I was going back and forth between Michigan State Northwestern. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, you know, I'd watch the Michigan State Northwestern game, then I'd go back to the Orange Bowl, then I would rewind what I haven't saw. And then by the end of the game, I had caught up. So I didn't miss a snap of the of the Orange Bowl. And and this is where you know I really get snobbish. You know I love power football coach. Yes, sir. They were putting in the fullback, and by the way, their fullback, Maristich, was also their starting inside linebacker. Maybe one of the best football players I've ever seen is on the Stanford University team. He's my new, he's replaced uh, Texas Rangers second baseman Ian Kinsler. Owen Marhedek is now my new man crush. Maristich. Whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's the guy who scored the touchdown on the dive play against <laughs> Notre Dame and then on the next snap intercepted the ball and returned it for a touchdown. So he, on consecutive snaps, scored touchdowns. And how many times has that ever happened in the history of football? It's not bad. It's, he a, it's almost a, impossible if you think about it. Is he a senior? Uh, yes, he is, Coach. NFL and prospect? Well, uh, if, if you're an NFL team and don't think you can use a guy that can memorize a 300 uh, play playbook on offense and also be your starting middle linebacker, which means you have to know what everybody on the field does, then I, I, I don't know what's wrong with people. They're going to say, what, he's not athletic enough because he doesn't he's, because he uh, burns when he's out in the sun? I mean, the, the, the guy's freaking phenomenal, Coach. The, okay. I, I take him with, probably with starting around the 20th pick in the draft, I would take the kid. Wow. Because think about it. You could legitimately just say, all right, you're our you're at worst you're our 45th guy on on a on our everyday roster and mm-hmm. you need to know what everybody does so just in case somebody gets hurt you go in okay coach that's the type of guy he is coach and it's good to have one of those and on top of it, he's got flowing blonde hair that's worth at least two or three steps up in the draft well sometimes that makes you go down it all depends on the position and the general manager drafting some general managers go for the flowing blonde hair some you know are more the dark and handsome type I would, that's, that's absolutely true. If you're playing like a weak side corner, yes. you definitely you can't have the long flowing blonde hair. No. It does, it's just not good. does not work. Yes. If you do but, have long flowing blonde hair, what's the best position to play? Linebacker, I would assume, right? Without a doubt, linebacker's good. Yeah. You don't want to play offensive line either with long flowing blonde hair. No, and, you take a lot of abuse. And uh, Tom Brady is like the first quarterback that ever got it done, you know, because uh, 
you know, Kenny Stabler kind of had it. You know, but, he, you know, he was more like a wild look. He just mm-hmm. was the guy that didn't shower for a couple of years, you know. <laughs> oh, goodness. By the way, I got a treat for you later in the show, Big Day. You're going to love this. We have myself, David Olson, and our production staff of thousands. Actually, one intern by the name of Henry, who probably won't even be here tomorrow. We have put together a 16-team bracket for you, Big Doug. This is going to be a treat for you. Is it, is it, the, is it college football? College doing that right now. football bracket. we got the 16 teams. You are going to tell us each match who wins. You're going to take us to the Elite Eight. We might take a break, get excited. We're then going to go to the final four. You'll tell us who win those matches. You'll then bring out your handheld or your Palm Pilot. You might even want to bring out both of them for this one, and you will tell us who wins the semi and who would win the championship. All you, Big Dog, we're not going to bring in the listeners for this one. You and you alone will make the picks. Can, can, uh, by the way, I just I, I don't know if you know this, Coach, but I do it every year at my house. I've already written it up. I just haven't done the brackets because I wait until all the teams play, and then I usually do it on the national title game. Mm-hmm. I do it that day. Because uh, the way I do it is I take the 11 conference champions and then the five highest BCS-ranked teams yep. that didn't win a conference championship, and then I seed them by how they were ranked in the BCS. Yeah, so, so you're, basically, you, like Auburn would be playing Florida International in the first game because Florida International was the Sun Belt champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I just wonder who are the 16 teams okay. you selected. Well, you, yeah, you put a lot more thought into it. We have uh, intern Henry who basically put it together, and uh, he has not been drug tested yet. My guess is when he is drug tested later today, it might be a one-day gig for him. So I guarantee you put a lot more thought into it. But I think we've got, I would argue, uh, the top 16 teams for you. So we'll, we'll have some fun later in the show. Oh, it's later in today's show. Yes. Because I was like, because you know, tomorrow I have to serve the Jim Trestle suspension. Yes, we have. I just have to promise <laughs> to be back on Thursday. Uh, we got a lot of suspensions. I was just coming off a two week co- combination vacation suspension. Uh, you know, assistant producer Randy Myers, I don't know what happened to him. He disappeared about two weeks ago. I think our general manager, the guy who suspends everybody else, he got uh-huh. suspended. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a virus here, big dog at the talkzone.com. Was it because he's wearing too much Calvin Klein? I mean, the man, Chris Whitting dresses snappy, so. <laughs> By the way, if you're looking for a late Christmas present, I stopped into uh, the, the dark hole, the black hole, also known as uh, Randy Myers' office. I and am looking I am looking for a late Christmas present. Because I've got I'm it so for you. I told my girlfriend <laughs> that I'm not. we're not celebrating Christmas until... The Orthodox. I told her I was Orthodox. She's like, what? <laughs> so it's next year, so hopefully by then we can celebrate at a normal time. Well, what a cheap-ass way to put off buying a Christmas present. Yeah, I but told I, her I was Orthodox. She I said, got... what type of Orthodox? I, I said <laughs> Kazakhstan Orthodox. She believed me, you know, so I, I'm not going to go with it, Coach. She bought that, huh? Yeah. It's and she's like, when do they celebrate Christmas? I said, well, September. We met in October. So, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Well, you're also Orthodox when it comes to Valentine's Day, so you'll probably be a couple months late for that, too. In, in the Kazakhstan Orthodoxy, you celebrate Valentine's Day in June, so no rush to go out and get any hearts. Oh, that's good. Very yeah. good. But I've got the gift for you. Sitting in, uh, in Randy Myers' office, there's like eight copies. I don't know if anybody's bought this yet, but apparently. Apparently, the uh, well-coiffed general manager here, the commander-in-chief, Chris Whitting, has a CD out. It's called The Joy of Syndication. And it's got his picture on the front, the joy. All you want to know about syndication, Big Dog, the joy of syndication. It would truly be the gift that keeps on giving. He wrote the book? Well, I don't know if it's a book. It's a CD. So it's an oral book? If you want to call it that, yeah. 
an oral book with the word sin in it. The jo- dictation. Yeah, it's, I think it's, is it spelled S-I-N, David, or S-Y-N? I think S-Y-N. <laughs> How do they spell dictation? Uh, you know what? If you would have put S-I-N, I guarantee you would have sold more copies. Oh, I'm serious though. That that's available more than available for you. I think they uh, they printed ten copies. We got nine left. Chris's wife has the other one. She hasn't opened it up yet. All right, enough of that uh, nonsense. So so coming up in a little bit, we will have the Sweet Sixteen, and um, you'll make the pick. So that'll be a, that'll that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, oh really? So you don't want to use my sixteen uh, team? No. Or you have the sixteen. Yes. You know, I believe this or not, Coach. I I do it every year, and I put a lot of thought into it every single year because mm-hmm. it's always my dream matchup. So, All right. Well, whatever you do in the comfort of your own home, God bless you. But we're going to do this uh, over the very public airwaves. Your picks, big dog, I remind you, via the Internet are going to be hurt. Your Sweet 16 college football playoffs eventual national champion picks heard in seven different continents and in parts of South and North Dakota as well. Well, people definitely stick around for that because I'm ready for it. The only thing is, some, you know, I'm, I'd rather use your picks. Because the way I broke it down, yep. uh, Michigan State was ranked higher than both uh, Louisiana State and Alabama. And the way Michigan State played, you know, I, I, there's nothing I can do about it. I do it every year, and I do it exactly the same way. I would look like a moron because I would have, mm-hmm. you know, Alabama out of the tournament and Michigan State in right now. I got uh, I got news for you. Michigan State barely, barely made the round of 16. Well, they. If, I don't know how you. I don't know how you selected it. So you're going to have to tell me later, because if you're just mm-hmm. taking the top 16 teams, they absolutely belong in the top 16 teams going into well, the tournament. Yeah, yeah but, but it's not so easy, because there's 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 a lot of good teams left out. I even left out my, my favorite Northern Illinois team, and that hurt. Well, they, no offense, Coach, they don't deserve to be in it. They didn't even win their conference championship game. I and I love Northern Illinois. I wanted them to win, too. But they, they it's not like they absolutely 100% belong. If they would have beat Miami of Ohio, see, Miami of Ohio is in my tournament because they won a conference. Mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate the little guy, unlike you, Coach. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, 888-463-674. It was a heck of an Orange Bowl, though. Anybody wants to comment on that game or any of the college football bowl games over the weekend, we'll get to NFL in just a little bit. But Stanford, 40 to 12. Big Dog, that second half was an absolute clinic. Uh, I'm willing to say as dominating a performance against a good team, by the way. Yeah, Let us okay. not forget the Virginia Tech Hokies, an awfully good team with a lot of momentum. And that, not the entire game, but that half might have been one of the best halves I've seen in the last decade for any bowl team. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to tell you this straight up right now. I was uh, extremely, extremely impressed. And it was also my style of football coach. So, like, when I see teams have put six offensive linemen on the field and just start pounding it at you and pounding it, oh, and then let's throw it over the top. There's, I, I love punching people in the mouth and then throwing it over the top of them. Mm-hmm. That is, it's, I mean, that it's the epitome of what I think is uh, like the correct way to play football. Yeah, that's what and Stanford you know, did. It was epitomized what they got the ball in the two yard line after a great punt, a great roll, and they run uh, not a trick play, just a basic run up the middle with some great. wasn't even trap blocking. It was just some cross blocking, opened up an ice hole. I forget what number the kid was. Forty eight yard run from the two yard line, and the next play. They throw another 48 yards for a touchdown, two plays, 98 yards. That symbolized the half of the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, that was, uh, they kept running like the counter tray. And then, you know, they, they, it's like really simple. The, uh, the stuff, their running plays are real simple and their pass plays are extremely sophisticated. Yep. Which, you know, it makes a lot of sense to do it that way. 
you know, they run either the base play where everybody blocks, the, like they all step one way and they just start hammering people and the, and the running back steps one way. And then the next play, everybody, like the running back and half the line steps exactly the same way, but the guys on the other end of the line come flying around. So like the, the defense, like you're reading your keys and next thing you know, Oh, this is the same play they just ran. And next thing you know, there's bodies all over the field. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, uh, I am so glad there's a report that Jim Harbaugh, like we said last night, and according to the Detroit Free Press, he will not be coaching the Michigan Wolverines. He's like, if he doesn't take an NFL job, he is not going. He's not leaving Stanford. Interesting. So, and as a diehard Illinois fan, I am extremely happy about that because I, uh, I hopefully they'll uh, Michigan will keep on suffering up there with Rich Rod. Well, I'll tell you one guy that should be leaving, and that's their quarterback, Andrew Luck. Only, I thought he was a senior. He's only a junior. No, but no, uh, yeah, no. Well, technically, he has two years of eligibility left, Coach. He's a registered wow. sophomore. Wow. Well, I don't think he'll use those two years because he's no. going to be the number one pick in the draft. And uh, besides being just a brilliant, just a, a classic drop-back quarterback, great decision-maker, you hear the kid talk and you'll hear about him a little bit, Big Dog. He is a unique personality to mature way, yeah. way beyond his years. Yeah. And, and uh, you're exactly right about how, like, he seems like a really good kid. The way he was talking about his teammates, his O-line, you know the kid gets it. So uh, he uh, he's smart enough to realize that even if playing college football is a lot more fun than playing pro football, it's got to be coached. If you think about the, the difference in pressure, the difference in what you do, which everything. So the truth of the matter is this. Somebody is going to put $50 million guaranteed. His contract going to be worth about – Seventy-five, eighty million dollars, and fifty million is guaranteed. That means you get to play professional football and take care of your of your family the rest of their lives and the next generation's lives. Mm-hmm. You got to take it. You, you have to. Yeah, and his stock so, it can't go any higher. No, I mean you and, can't have any better season than he had and come off a bowl game playing as brilliantly as he is. So uh, I, I would the, think it's an automatic. The only thing, the only thing that's like a drawback is this. He's going to the Panthers. John mm-hmm. Fox is just fired, so you don't know who the head coach is. If John Fox is still the head coach, I would feel a lot more comfortable if I was actually Andrew Luck. But, you know, they've got a great running back in Jonathan Stewart, but they have no receivers. The best receiver in Carolina is either Steve Smith, who's 74 years old, or Brandon <laughs> LaFell, or the other guy, David Clowney. I mean, seriously, you're throwing to Brandon LaFell or David Clowney? That is, that's the only drawback, I guess, is – He's going to suffer for a couple of years when he when he's in Carolina. But at least he's got a running game to go with it. Emailer and, uh, Larry from Libertyville wants to know. He just emailed in. Uh, Big dog, you mentioned two things. Andrew Luck, going to go to Carolina. Jim Harbaugh, possible NFL coach. Ooh. Libertyville Larry wants to know. Harbaugh, the coach? Luck, the quarterback? That, you know what? That's interesting. And, uh, from every, everybody that I've heard this from, according to like Adam Schefter's and Chris Morrison's of the world, and, and also Kirk, he's not going to change his offense whatsoever. The Stanford offense will be what his uh, pro offense is going to be. He runs 100% NFL system. Right, hold on. Intern uh, Henry has something to say. Yes, Henry. Oh, I'm sorry, David. <laughs> Producer David Ols. Uh the rumor mill says that the Carolina Panthers have been in contact with Harbaugh for weeks. Yep. Wow. Uh, okay. But but it's come out that uh, Miami is really high on him, and that Miami is going to make a very strong push for Jim Harbaugh. Another name that has been floating around, and they've got permission to interview. Dave Wansa? No, no, no. no. Uh, Carolina, <laughs> they've got permission to interview Ron Rivera. 
Good pick. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that that so, makes a lot. Of, Ron Rivera like would be a nice fit for Carolina. I, I like Harbo at Carolina. I like Ron Rivera in Miami. Ron Rivera is ready for a head coaching job. I'd like to see yeah, him get that. Yeah, but please. something about Carolina, Jim Harbo with his old quarterback, uh, uh, Andrew Luck, and then Ron Rivera at Miami. That's I'm going to go with that. Well, it's going to go the other way around. Though. You think so? It's going to go. Yeah, Carolina is going to be interviewing Ron Rivera. Carolina's going to okay. interview Ron Rivera. Well, why can't like, well, Miami? It, 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 they could. They now, could. The word, now that we're talking about it on the talkzone.com, <laughs> we don't we don't report the rumor mill, David Olson. We create it. Pretty much. That, that's uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, coaches are getting fired. Coaches are getting hired. Every year, big dog, that carousel spins a little bit quicker. It's, it's uh, not easy being a coach these days. Yeah, well, if I'm Carolina, it, I would definitely, I would rather have Harbaugh than uh, than Rivera right now, especially yeah, with so. the, with their personnel that they mm-hmm. have, and also Andrew Luck is the he's the best collegiate play action fake guy mm. that I can ever remember. Great ball handler. Yeah, this is like he just it looks like he's handing the ball up and then he stops and he starts reading the defense, makes you know the ball's up at his ear and he's flinging it. Mm-hmm. You got you got Jonathan Stewart doing that with Jim Harbaugh continue to teach it. I, that's could end up being a, a really nice pair for them. Great, years. great attention to detail by Andrew Luck. He actually cares. I don't know if Jay Cutler is listening or not, but uh, great attention to detail and uh, fundamentally extremely sound, very mature. Big dog. When I compare you as a 21 year old collegian who was you know running around eating late night food, drinking shots and dropping trow any chance you could. At the age of 21, I compare him to an Andrew Luck now. It's almost embarrassing to look back to your younger years, is it not? Yeah, I, I guess so, Coach, but I was <laughs> I, I was pretty busy at the time. You know, I mean, I, yeah, you might have been having more fun than Andrew Luck, but he's a hell of a lot more mature than you. Yeah, there's no question. He he is at this moment right now. Oh, more mature than you at the, uh, what are you, 30-something? Yeah, something like that, Coach. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. 888-463-6748. Big Dog Sweet 16 playoff predictions coming up in just a bit. I'm sure we're going to have fans out there upset about certain teams being left off. And uh, you know what? It's all for fun. We really don't care. Um, any residue uh, thoughts from the weekend, Big Dog, the bowl games? I know we got one coming up today, too, the Sugar Bowl. Let us not forget our Kansas taking on uh, the Buckeyes from Ohio State. Should be a pretty good game. Yeah, there's, uh, there's been a lot of matchups that that look really good, and some matchups that didn't look good going into the the bowl season. Most of them that look good have turned out being pretty good. I mean, the 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 Orange Bowl was good for the first three quarters of the game, and uh, the Rose Bowl was good all the way down until the the two point conversion. This is another game that looks really really good because I mean you got the the matchup of uh, one of the best defenses in the country versus one of the best offenses in the country. The, what's going to be determined whether or not uh, if Arkansas can win this game, is if they can actually run the ball. So if you go one-dimensional against Ohio State, even the great Ryan Mallett is going to end up getting hammered. So, Big Ten needs to win after a five-game loss on New Year's Day. I know they won the two games before, but the Big Ten needs the Ohio State Buckeyes to come through. Amen. Seriously, that's, <laughs> that's what we were all talking about last night. This is a Big Ten house, Coach. We, I mean, there's a lot of people in here. There's people coming in all the time. They have to show up. Big time today, and uh, I hope they do appreciate. I'm sure the Buckeyes appreciate how good the, mm-hmm. the Arkansas Razorbacks are. 
Yep. They're, they're an excellent, excellent ball club. So it's one of the best offenses in the country this year. Set the ball across the field. Show them Ohio's here with a mighty cheer. Ohio, it'll be interesting. That'll be, I, I, I don't know what the over and under is, but I would take the over in that particular game. Now, one psychological aspect, you got the five players, uh, and certainly the quarterback, the leader of the Ohio State Buckeyes, Terrell Pryor, who are all suspended for next year. They've got that hanging over their head. Do you think they forget that, go out and play the Sugar Bowl? How much does the psychology of that play into this particular game? Uh, I, you know, a lot of people looking at it as a distraction. I think it more of as a, a galvanizer. Really. I mean, these guys are going to play it like it's the last time they'll ever be on a football field, Coach. And uh, what I want you to do is um, – What you have to, I want you to watch the left tackle for Ohio State, who I honestly think if he was leaving this year, I would take him in the top 10 players taken in the draft. And you know how I am about it, coach. I follow college football, I watch all the good players and stuff. And so supposedly, you know, I've been joking how I'm, Trussell has has uh, suspended me for tomorrow's show, so I can't talk yeah. about it, but I will be back on Thursday. By the way, Missouri, uh, Missouri Jack will be in for, uh, for you to our tomorrow's show. Oh, that, that's good for everybody. Well, not really. Okay. Uh, well, okay, so it's Terrell Pryor. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he's he's ready to go to the NFL. Boom Heron is not ready to go to the NFL. Uh, Devery Posey isn't ready to go to the NFL. And Danny Solomon, the defensive end, definitely not ready to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that Mike Adams kid, Coach, out of all the out of the five that said, oh, they'll be coming back next year, I believe four of them. But if I was Mike Adams, I'd have to say, Coach, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go take, go become a first-round pick and take my million. Who, who and or what is Mike Adams? And also, Cinemax Cindy wants to know, what does galvanize mean? Like bring together. Okay. Like stick together. Thank you, know, like you. Cinemax unite. Cindy. Yep. Uh, okay. I think it means that we'll have to ask uh, David Olson. He's our thesaurus. Yes. I don't, know, I don't know who our Rogetz is, but he is our uh, thesaurus. But is Mike Adams the uh, the fine left tackle with the – the solid thighs that you were talking about? Oh, oh my goodness, coach! He is phenomenal. He is phenomenal with you know like uh because like, Cloudy watches every single Ohio State game and I you know uh-huh. I'll watch it with him and like we just we just laugh. It's a, there'll be some midget out there who's actually you know six three two hundred eighty pounds getting manhandled by this guy on every single play. And you know he wasn't even the number one tackle at Ohio State coming to the year. Everyone's like, oh, you got to see this David Shugarts. He's so good. So I'm watching a game one day and I'm like, man, he's dominant. He's just absolutely killing people. And I looked at his last name, I'm like, that's not even Sugar. It was so, it's like some guy that, that they weren't even talking about at the beginning of the year. And it ends up being like, he's without a doubt, I think, the best offensive lineman in the country. And he was only second team All American, which I have no idea why, but he's the one that's going to go, coach. Yeah, I tell you, with the, with the possible exception of uh, Melvin Kuyper, the man with the gray hair, nobody, nobody can analyze, break down left tackles and their muscular structure, their skeletal structure, if you will. Than yourself and Cloudy, you guys know left tackles like nobody else. It's we, that's a, that, legitimately, coach. I know you're making fun of it. I can appreciate it. That's all I watch. Like last night when Stanford snapped the ball, uh-huh. I would get faked out all the time on their play action because all I do is I watch their offensive linemen <laughs> and then I then I find the ball. I mean that's the, you know the best way to watch football. And uh, that's just, I just let you know, just do that every once in a while. Just focus on him every couple plays, and you. you you will be impressed, my friend. Uh, we will do that. Sugar Bowl coming up today. we got a couple of more bowl games later in the week, and then, of course, the national championship game. It's almost going to be an afterthought at this point, but you do got Oregon and Auburn. Afterthought, Coach. What? Well, it almost, you know, obviously it's a great game, but I'm just saying it's so far after the season that 
yeah, there's a little bit of that. I think for some of the fans, except the left tackle enthusiasts like yourself, it, it's, well, you're going to have to re-psych yourself up for the game because it's like the college football season's over already. You know, I, I can see where you're going with that. And especially how they do it with, uh, okay, so they, they keep stringing it out, stringing it out, and then like after the Sugar Bowl tonight, so you're thinking, oh, the, the next great game's going right. to be the national title game. Oh, but no. then you find out you still have the, the Miami of Ohio versus the the Little Sisters of the Poor game and a couple other of those games in between. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, it's like you're going to be out oh, the national title game was today. And, and by then, people are only going to be like, well, there's Cam Newton on Auburn, and there's some some – James Michael kid on Oregon, you know what I mean? And they won't even know who's playing in the game anymore. So it is way too far off. It is way, way too off, far off. That's why if they actually did a playoff system like we're, we're going to talk about, it's, uh, I think it's much better off for, for the game of college football. So I totally understand where you're coming from is because mm-hmm. not everybody looks at college football the way I do, which is yeah. I watch every game and I, I eat it up. So And you watch the left tackles in particular. Uh, we got Sweet 16 coming up after the break. By the way, emailer iPad Pete. iPad Pete wants to know uh, who your pick is in the Miami of Ohio versus Little Sisters of the Poor game. Uh, Little Sisters of the Poor with uh, with the cover, but I do think <laughs> you know, they make it closer than the experts think. <laughs> okay. I'm sure iPad Pete is uh, thrilled with that particular prediction. By the way, you want to email us, uh, you can do so at Mike2Guys at AOL.com. We'll read as many as we can. Over the air, that's M-I-C and the number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Big Dog, take a quick break. We come back. We're going to throw a 16-team playoff at you. You're going to tell us who's going to win in advance. We'll get a national champion. It'll all be done, by the way, in about four minutes. So this is not an elongated thing. Okay, I'll have to remember not to get in. Yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break. TalkZone.com, two guys at a mic, producer extraordinaire David Olson and his intern Henry. Well, right now I can't see where Henry is, which concerns me. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john Cohn, and the big dog joel radwanski on talkzone.com and welcome back two guys and a mic talkzone.com second show of the 2011 year big dog uh, yesterday's show kicking off the new year was a brilliant brilliant performance by yourself sadly there's only one way to go from here i think the rest of the year well, instead, the college football is going to be done within like a week, so I'm yeah. going to have nothing to talk about until like August 38th. Well, so I don't know. It. I think uh, you and Cinemax Cindy will have a good time breaking down the NHL playoffs in late March. Oh yeah, and you know what? It's funny is the Blackhawks were on last night, and I almost watched a little bit of it. And mm-hmm. I know people out there that are, are fans of us are going to get upset when I say that, but I'm a college football fan. 
So even though you know you would think I'd be watching the Hawks versus the Shark, I mean the the Kings last night, but no, I was I was watching the Stanford Cardinal. I was uh, on location uh, at the Northwestern Wildcat versus the Michigan State University oh. Spartan game, a full house by the way at Northwestern. Thank you very much. And they came from thirteen down. They had it down yeah. to uh, one. One down to one point. Draylon. Draymond Green. Draymond Green misses. No, I'm sorry. Kalen Lucas misses the free throw with 12 seconds left. The Northwestern comeback is going to be complete. The place is going to go crazy. They had the momentum. He misses the front end of a one-on-one. Two Northwestern players there. A fumble, a stumble, a bumble. Draymond Green picks it up, lays in the missed free throw. Big dog, a killer for the purple-clad cat. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? You know, I was, it was absolutely upsetting last night because obviously, as a diehard Illinois fan, I'm rooting for Northwestern in that game because Western Northwestern, I want them to make the tournament, and I also don't think they can win the Big Ten. But obviously, say Michigan State can, so you know that's you know I'm always pulling for the team that's going to help Illinois win. But in the, the uh, previously, like a couple times on the court earlier, Draymond Green throws some poor little pink dude out of the way, get the rebound, and they call the foul on the Northwestern kid. And then it was like he had a license to kill last night. Draymond Green is like Brian Cardinal, coach. I can't stand the dude. I I, I don't know. There's just something about I totally respect him, and I wish he was playing for the fight in the line eye. But he's one of those guys that can dominate a basketball game, and you look at the box score at the end, and he has seven points. Mm -hmm. But, like, every big play of the game, the kid makes. Legitimately, one of the – He's just one of those those like glue guys that your team needs in order to win uh, like big games. I can't stand that dude at all. He's the he's the African American version of Brian Cardinal. <laughs> I, I seriously I hate him. A bit, no man that big basketball or otherwise no man that big should be able to move that quick. I agree. I, I I absolutely agree with that. He's a little bigger than Antonio Gates, and I bet you he's just a good athlete. Well, and he has a soft touch. And I was about to say, if he ever decided he would uh, look good in shoulder pads. I don't know how much football he's ever played, but but he, he if I'm an NFL general manager, he's a first round pick, even if the guy's never played football before. Uh, I don't know about first round coach. Oh. Uh, first round picks, you're talking about guaranteed millions of dollars. I I don't know about first round, but I I would definitely give the kid a crack mm-hmm. at it. But if you're an NBA guy, how could you not take the kid? Yep. He is all he does is whatever his team needs to win. He doesn't care what his line says. All it. Let's go out there and win basketball games. Mm-hmm. That dude is phenomenal. And, and then once again, I'm going to repeat this. I hate Jermon Green. Not as a human being, just as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. 65, so. 62, big win for Michigan State. Tough loss for Northwestern. All right, we're back, Big Dog, and now we got a 16-team playoff. One-hour show here. So we got to move along. Big Dog and a coach, two guys at a mic, 888-463-6748. If you don't like the Big Dog's picks, if you disagree with them, feel free to give us a call. Uh, we'll let you go mono versus mono with the dog, or you can just talk flat tackles and their hamstrings and their thighs if you want to do that, too. You can email oh, us. I love that. You can email us at Mike. Two guys at AOL.com. M I C and the number two. Mike, two guys, AOL.com. All right, here we go. The round of 16. 16. Games. So we got 15 games in how many minutes, coach? So I know not to go overboard with analysis. And we got to pull this off at about four minutes and 45 seconds, says intern okay, Henry. So I got 17 seconds a game. Yeah, roughly. All right. Oklahoma and Army is the game one. Yes, the Army cadets have made the round of 16. The Sooners take on Army. What happens? Oh, so this is a joke. We're making fun of college football now. No, I'm not making fun. Army is. Why a, would Army be in the top? 
16 teams in because the country. Because they're a hell of a football team, my friend. Okay, I don't know where you're going with this now because of an Army in it. So um, I'm going to go with Army then, Coach. That's not a joke. Army. Why would Army be in the top 16 teams in a playoff? Because Army had it. What was their record this year? Uh, isn't Army? After the, I would say eight and five after they. Isn't Army the, the team game? that beat Notre Dame and they had the tremendous triple option that nobody can stop? Uh, Navy did that. Army, Army, Army did win uh, the what, what do you call it the Who? the Army Bowl or whatever. Army, Army beat Navy, Bowl. right? Yeah, Army actually yeah, won. Yeah. the... Army's not a mistake, my friend. Army's the real deal. Very good football but they didn't team. Even with their conference coach, you trying to tell me they're the top stop sixteen it. teams in the country? They're a, they're a heck of a team. They're in there. We're very patriotic. Army takes on Oklahoma. Who wins? Well, Oklahoma wins okay. that game. Coach. Oklahoma, you're underplaying. Army was. I watched them play a couple I, I, days. They're I a hell of a football that. team. All right, game two. Game two, classic matchup. The best first round matchup. Alabama, the Crimson Tide, take on the Bluegrass of Boise State. Oh, that's a, that's a nice, nice matchup. Uh, strange in the first round, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh, Alabama okay. on that one game, Coach. Alabama will take on Oklahoma in the round of eight. Oregon, the Duck, taking on Mississippi State. Mississippi State hot after beating Michigan. First round upset, dog. You put Mississippi State in. Yep. Who are they playing again, Coach? Oregon. You might be familiar with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go. Uh, Mississippi State, one of the guys actually bites his tongue off because he's breathing so hard on the, on the Mississippi <laughs> State defense. So I'm going to go with the Oregon Duck on that All one. Right, no upsets yet. Another first-round matchup. The Irish of Notre Dame taking on the Hornet Frog. Texas Christian University, possibly an upset. Notre Dame is hot. Yeah, I, I, there's there's going to be no upset there, Coach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the Hornet Frog. All right. Who's their quarterback again, Andy? Andy Dalton. Like that guy. Yes, he's extremely good. Like that he's related guy. to the Dalton from Roadhouse, by the way. The I'm movie not... Roadhouse. Really? Yes. Okay. That the movie with Patrick Swayze? Yes, that, that's exactly. He's related to him, coach. He's the nephew. It's a great movie. By the yeah. way, I, I'm halfway through the movie Adventureland, which came out about two years ago. Uh huh. Who's the uh, girl lead in that? Is that Kristen Stewart? Never. I've never Awfully heard of the movie, coach. Awfully good. I, I know who left tackles are for. PCU, yeah. but I don't know who like the number one movie star in America is, and I'm not kidding. Kristen Stewart, awfully good. That's all I can say. All right, okay. uh, uh, round one matchup: the Missouri Tiger. Missouri makes the round of 16. They're taking on your Wisconsin Badger. Oh yeah, they just get absolutely obliterated. Who does? Well, Missouri makes kind of a late comeback. They get a backdoor cover, but Wisconsin keeps punching them in the mouth, mm-hmm. and, and they get and they get the win. We're coming up to a great final eight here, folks. No upsets yet for the big dog. Michigan State University, the Spartans, trying to recover from a bowl game disaster. Don't remember just their last game, but think back to the other seven or eight where they played awfully good, big dog. But they're taking on the number one ranked team in the country, Cam Newton, and the Auburn Tiger. That's a, that's a strange first home match. i, I got to have Auburn go on, Coach. They, okay. get, they, they move on. All right, Auburn. Now we got the Florida, the Gators, and... Uh, a seven and five Florida makes it. Coach Ur- <laughs> yes, they do. Coach Urban Meyer uh, gets to coach yet another game. They're taking on the Buckeyes of Ohio State Classic BCS matchup. Um, somebody tells Jim Trussell that Florida actually plays in the Sun Belt Conference, <laughs> and Ohio State wins that game thirty-eight to two. Thirty-eight to two. Yes, it's an insult. A lot of our geriatric listeners in the state of Florida are not happy with you right now, Big Dog. Yeah, but they're all 
They're all transplant from New York, Ohio, and Illinois anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. That's a good point. By the way, uh, uh, David Olson reporting a possible rumor that uh, Michigan has given or offered the head coaching position to Ohio State head coach Jim Trestle. If you can't beat him, join him. Stranger, yeah, a, stranger things have happened. Idea. Why not? <laughs> I like your comment about John Cooper yesterday. They, they hired him because he beat Michigan, Michigan, and then once they hired him, he, he beat everybody else but couldn't beat Michigan. Yeah, so they had that they fired him because he couldn't beat Michigan. <laughs> All right, final first-round matchup, Arkansas. This is a good matchup, too. The Razorback taking on Stanford Cardinals. First-round matchup. Who makes the Elite Eight? Oh, you got to go with uh, the Stanford Cardinal coach. Okay. We so, have. This is the, what what a final eight we got. Now it's going to get serious, though. So let, let me think about this. You, you don't have Virginia Tech in there? Didn't make it. Okay, Um no LSU. Nope. No, uh, the only small, like, you know, no Miami of Ohio's, no Florida International. Nope. No Troy's. Stop complaining. But, if I would have put them in, you're going to be, oh, you couldn't put Florida in? You wouldn't put Army, Army of Deserve no, Florida, Florida did not belong in there, coach. You don't have, if you're going to put anybody from the SEC, mm-hmm. you, you got to have Alabama mm-hmm. over Florida. Intern Henry right now is uh, telling you, Joel, that you are indeed number one. Well, I know. I'm I'm really – see, I I, I put a lot of thought in this. I already had a list going, Coach, but that's okay. That's okay. All right. All right. But we're down to the final eight, a power-packed final eight, by the way. Definitely. Oh, and real quick, i got to throw some kudos out. Everybody talking about Andrew Luck, the quarterback, the young man who caught all three touchdown passes in the second half. Young man out of Joliet Catholic High School in the fine state of Illinois. Big dog, I did a couple of his high school games, Kobe Fleener, we got to throw some kudos to him. He had a heck of a second half as well. And talk about a guy that can interview well, can speak. He was awesome. He was the best interview of somebody that you don't expect. You know, Andrew Lux had a microphone in front of his face for two years now. Mm-hmm. That kid, you know, was on the national spotlight, and, you know, he's – he was entertaining, and he said all the right things. So well, you got to credit uh, Sam Speakeasy, his uh, speech teacher at Joliet Catholic High School. By the way, a lot of speakeasies back in the in the 1920s in Joliet. That's what they were known for. Uh, there you that's go. There were people from Chicago. They go out there and spend the weekend in Joliet. Number seventh ranked debate team, I think, in the country as well. Uh, actually, coach, they had a real rough weekend. They they slipped to 11. Really? Yes, real. Yeah, rough they were weekend. probably cheering on Kobe Fleener. They got distracted. You know, if, you, if you're a debater, you cannot get distracted. Focus. That's what it's all about. Well, if you want to be a master debater, you gotta you got to stay focused. <laughs> all right. Moving right along. Final eight. And, again, anybody disagrees with the big dog, uh, 888-463-6748. We encourage, we encourage your disagreement of the dog's predictions. Round two matchup, Oklahoma Sooners, Bob Stoops and company against Alabama, the Crimson Tide. Pretty good matchup. Oh, uh, definitely a really, really good matchup. And uh, the the thing is, uh, Alabama is the most talented team in the country. That's what everybody keeps saying over and over and over again. Uh, but uh, they always figure out a way to lose. Uh, def- uh, Oklahoma's defensive line is awesome. Alabama's offensive line overrated. Greg McElroy gets picked up and somebody rips off Woo! his turtleneck. And uh, so yeah, anybody, you can't pick a quarterback that, to win the national championship that actually wears the turtleneck, Coach. It's a good point. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Oklahoma Sooners beating wow. Alabama in that the game. Sooners scooter rides on a minor upset, not a major one, but the Oklahoma Sooners advancing to the final four. Imagine the excitement. Nicely done. Great first round, great second round matchup. The Horned Frog of Texas Christian University. Can they pull off another upset? They're taking on the number two ranked team in the country, the Duck, Oregon. 
Coach, is it where are they playing this game? By the way, neutral site. A neutral site. Okay. Uh, I'm going to believe this or not. Finally, finally, somebody is able to figure out the Oregon team. Wow. And they get it done. The Texas Christian Hornet Frogs pull it off. They get the upset, and they beat the Oregon Ducks. Wow. Oregon and Alabama are out, folks. You got a semifinal matchup, Texas Christian and Oklahoma. Imagine the excitement. Our Sweet 16 playoff countdown. Big Dog making the picks. Four and a half minutes of college football fantasy, if you will. Another round two matchup, Elite Eight, Auburn. Takes on the Wisconsin Badgers. I know they lost to Texas Christian, but at times, Big Doug, a powerful, powerful team. Can Auburn's defense stop? Okay, just like it happened in the previous game, uh, Wisconsin gets out to a huge lead. Wow. And everybody's like, oh, it's done. Nobody can come back on Wisconsin. They got the powerful offensive line. They got the great pass rush. Well, Cam Newton pulls the magic wand out, Coach, and you don't even want to know where he pulls it out from. (laughs) Okay. And uh, down 35-3. They storm back and beat the Wisconsin Badgers, fifty-two to fifty-one. <laughs> down what? Down thirty-five to three? Yeah, that's in the wow. first half too. I, I, have you seen Auburn play in the first half? They're they're like the eightieth best team in the country. In the second half, they're the best team that college football's ever seen. I, I don't understand it. I've never seen anything like it. There it they is. They play two halves, coach. Down thirty-five to three, and they win fifty-two thirty-five. You heard it from the dog first. We need one more Final Four contestant, Ohio State University, with all their players uh, eligible and not suspended, taking on the Stanford Cardinals. This mad, this probably comes down to the final drive, the final minute. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't believe so, Coach. i got to tell you something. One thing, believe it or not, Ohio State has not been good against power football. And if you have, and if you have the ability to play action and spread the field a little bit, uh, I, I I love the Cardinal in this game, and you know I'm a Big Ten guy, but uh, the Stanford Cardinal, they beat Ohio State, uh, and they beat them because they have a balanced offense, coach, mm-hmm. and and their pass rush is awesome. So, believe mm-hmm. it or not, the Cardinal they deserve they deserve finishing number two or three in the country, which they will yep. this season. Yep, no question about it. Let us uh, not forget that they're coached by an ex-Michigan guy, so Jimmy Harbaugh would knock off. Ohio State, as he did, I believe, a few times as a player. All right, Final Four, Big Dog. Final Four, who makes the national championship game? Oklahoma and TCU. Another game, i got to believe, comes down to the final possession. Uh, yeah, this would end up being a, a phenomenal game, and everyone's going to be like, now all of a sudden Oklahoma won't be looking at them lightly. But Oklahoma's really beat up after that Alabama game. They're extremely beat up. Texas Christian takes the page out of the Boise wow. State book. And Texas Christian to the championship. Frogs are able to beat the Sooners to the punch. Woo! Texas Christian to the national championship game in our Sweet 16 fantasy playdown. Big dog. Getting our uh, folks from Texas Christian awfully excited as if they weren't already with their big win over Wisconsin. Who do they play at Stanford? Power football. Andrew Luck, the brilliant quarterback, against the great offense of the Auburn Tiger. Uh, coach, as, as much as I want to see it, uh, it's going to be the same thing. Stanford comes out on fire. Auburn comes back with a great. Now that would definitely be the last play of the game type game. And uh, Cam Newton again, he pulls the magic wand out of his ear this time, and uh, they end up beating the Stanford Cardinal. And it's found out that Auburn actually has higher SAT scores than the team from uh, Stanford. <laughs> the real shock of the entire sixteen team. Yeah, that's playoff. the real upset. That's the biggest upset of them all. All right, we have a national championship 
game. It's the Auburn Tiger with their tremendous passing game and their second-half heroics. They've already pulled off two tremendous comebacks. Can they do it again? And they're taking on one of the great underdogs of all time. When they started the season, Dandy Don, they were ranked 22nd in the country. But here they are in the championship, your horned frog. It's Texas Christian against Auburn, and I am a bad impersonation of Howard Cosell. Well, Auburn Tigers decide to go against the plan, and they bust out wow. to a 28-3 to lead late in the second quarter. So they decide to play conservative. Uh-oh. And the Texas Christian team decides <laughs> to throw it all over the field. Auburn, very, very, very average pass defense. Starts giving up yardage and more yardage, and then points, and then more points. And next thing you know, it's a good game. And what Cam Newton doesn't realize is he doesn't get to pull the magic wand out of you-know-what. He has to pull Tank Carter out of his you-know-what. Tank Carter, the best player nobody knows about, Texas Christian, wow. wins the national title Woo! by trailing against Auburn. You want to beat Auburn? Be behind them early. I'm not kidding you. That will totally change everything. When they play desperate, they're incredible, mm-hmm. Coach. Th- this might sound totally crazy. I, I, it doesn't make any sense. But you, I think you're almost better off being from behind against Auburn than being ahead. No matter how much they're down, the Auburn Tigers are going to still think they're going to win. They need to like change their mentality at some point during the game and be like, oh, we're going to cruise. So if, if Oregon really wants to beat them, I'm being totally serious. I think they're almost better off losing at halftime than winning. Interesting. So I, I know that goes against – I've never said anything like that. You always want to lead. You always want to play with the mm-hmm. lead. I, I just think this team, because they can't cover anybody. Like, look what happened with Alabama. Alabama for the first quarter of the game, and you know how I'm all about you got to run the ball to win. And yeah, and I'm, probably, I'm sure you get sick of hearing me say that all the time. Well, Alabama was throwing the ball all over the field, and they get up 24 nothing. And you know what they decided to do, Coach? Okay, we're going to just start handing it off to Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson. And what happened? They didn't score a point the rest of the game, and Auburn just came storming back. If you, you got to throw the ball on Auburn, and you got to throw it every down, yeah. and you got to keep on throwing it. <laughs> so, it, it. It sounds like a ridiculous strategy to uh, come out and not play your best in the beginning and let Auburn take the lead. But uh, in your defense, Big Dog, 14 or 13 teams have tried it the other way this year, and it hadn't worked out too well. So maybe, maybe it'll be worth a shot. And 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 I'm not actually saying that they should yeah. purposely give up well, the lead. That's not what I'm saying. But all, all I'm saying is if if for the first time all year they're playing with the lead, you know, in the, early in the second half. I mean, they did against South Carolina. They it was kind of close the whole the first half, and then they opened it up. So I'm not saying give them points early. But if if I'm Oregon, I I would not panic if if you're down like 21 points to them in the third quarter. You can still mm-hmm. come back. All right, Sweet 16 playoff, fantasy style. Texas Christian University wins it in a dramatic victory over Auburn of the comeback variety. Big dog, we were given four and a half minutes. We took 11 minutes and 45 seconds, but uh, quite frankly, who the hell cares? It was fun to do. Yeah, it was fun, Coach. And and I also appreciate making fun of the 16 teams you selected to represent college football. uh, We've got more than a few emailers insulted insulted with your criticism or your uh, lack of respect for our final military institution known as Army football. Uh, by the way, Coach, I don't think there's there's anybody <laughs> that appreciates them more whenever I do the, the bracketology, whenever I fill yes. out bracketology, whenever I fill out the, the, the confidence points on those, I always pick up yep. Air Force, That's why Navy, I was, I was Army. I was so surprised with your uh, failure to realize that they're a legitimate Sweet 16 team this year. Yeah, I just, you know, if it, 
Eight and five. Missouri in, they don't belong. You put Florida in, you put Army in. <laughs> Virginia Tech isn't even doesn't even get a chance to, to no. you know, uh, block a kick on somebody. It was just disappointing, Coach. <laughs> oh, sorry to disappoint you, Big Doug. It's uh, I'll get over it. Nebraska yeah. and doesn't even have a shot. Yeah, we had Nebraska in there. They were a late. Uh, it was it came down to them or Michigan State. Michigan State got in. Army was I think a nine seed. All right, uh, Big Doe, many of our females want to know you're going to be gone tomorrow and Thursday or just tomorrow? Um, if, I'm most likely just tomorrow, Coach. Yes, I should be back on Thursday. Female listeners want to know, uh, young, single, extremely eligible, even though you are in somewhat of a relationship right now, but that hasn't stopped you in the past. Where might the females of Chicago find you in the next 36 hours? Okay, well, i got three job interviews tomorrow, Coach. <laughs> Sounds so, like fun. Uh, I'll be one in Evanston, okay. one in the West Loop, and one in Oak Brook. Interesting. You know, it, it's, it's, it's really amazing is uh, my, my girlfriend, who I want, I'm not looking anymore, Coach. Okay. That's for me to say. I'm, I'm doing pretty well in the girlfriend department. Very good. Um, I'm, uh, you know, she hooked me up with a computer, mm-hmm. you know, and I finally I actually have a chance to actually go out and look for a job. It's amazing. I got three interviews in one day. One of them, and it was funny, is I just did this thing on, if you go to clickvision.tv, if you go <laughs> yes. to the profiles and, and look at me. Okay. I, I created this profile. These people are contacting me, hey, do you want to interview for our uh, our host job? So I got uh, one host job tomorrow, mm-hmm. interview. Okay. Another one is for a Luna Carpet commercial. They contacted me. <laughs> and another one is this one-source talent. They're like, we saw you on this a bunch of your videos. Uh-huh. They're like, we want, we want you to come in, and maybe you can do some stuff for us. Right. And then yesterday, Woo! I got an interview for this Saturday for this uh, dating show. They want to know if I'll come in and, and audition. So Nice. They're contacting me, Coach. Nice. All I needed was a computer. Interesting. I got to find out that website. Sounds like things are cooking for you. Yeah, you need to put yeah. your you need to put your uh, like some of your stuff up there, Coach. All right. You got to have Dave Olson take a picture with a camera phone or something like that. Uh-huh. Put on your put put something on your resume that sounds right. catchy. Click. I, I do much better when, when my picture's not up there. I get more offers. <laughs> last time, put somebody else's picture up there. Put well, like Ed Norton or something. I've tried that. That's very successful, by the way. I found that to be a, a, a yeah somebody else's picture a much better way to go. <laughs> then at least I make the final four. When they actually meet me, I usually don't get the job. But it's you know it's fun to get close, anyways. Yeah. Uh, By no, the way, on, on the role the you're on, you're on such a role with job openings there. Uh, openings? You... No, no, I'll probably not get any of them. Well, but I'm at least you're getting interviewed. Forty dollars in travel tomorrow. <laughs> if Jim Harbaugh ever leaves Stanford, uh, what the heck? You might as well throw your hat in the ring, Big Dog. While you're hey, Coach Harbaugh, can you can you leave your playbook? That's all I would say. Ah, you're a defensive guy. You find a good offensive coordinator, and you're all set. By the way, if none of those gigs come through, there's a, a new sports bar opening across the street from the studios. I thought of going in there and seeing if there was a, a job for you. You could do the show and work over there, but the former Rivals has a new name now. And If you're interested, I could uh, – David Olson shaking his head. doesn't have a new name. It's not a, It's not going to be a sports bar. It's a Cajun restaurant. Oh, close enough. He could still work. A Cajun restaurant? Oh, I, trust me, I'll be more than I'll be their gumbo sampler. Wow, a Cajun! I've been looking for a good. Uh, I mean, you've heard jambalaya. me talk before about the well, not only jambalaya, but um, um, not the Boston clam chowder, the Manhattan clam chowder. Nobody <laughs> in the Chicago area serves a good Manhattan clam chowder. Everyone's got the Boston clam chowder, that creamy white crappy stuff. 
Maybe yeah, with... I could really care less about any type of clam chowder, Coach. Oh, man, the Manhattan clam chowder, a good spicy red clam chowder, you got to love it. I'll, I'll throw your name in, Big Dub. Maybe you could be a chef at this place. Well, yeah, ask them if they got a good split pea soup, which is my favorite. Split pea? You're a sick, sick man. Next well, thing you're, you're gonna you, know, like, you like tomatoes and clams together. That don't make any sense. I love to. What's wrong with tomatoes and clams? Better than split pea. You probably like beets, too. You like beets? No, I only, I only brought that up because I don't like when people, when somebody says, oh, I like a food, and they go, oh, that's disgusting. Well, you don't have to eat it. It's good like, point. Whenever I bring up, I love sweet potatoes. And, oh, that's nasty. You know, so. That's a good point. Them. All right. I, I will retract my statement. Not on the Army football team, but I'll retract my statement on, on split pea soup. I apologize. Okay, that's better. All right, big dog. Good luck uh, with the job hunt, uh, Missouri Jack. The young kid will be in tomorrow, and uh, who knows? Maybe intern Harry will have a second day on the job, big dog. Well, ask him if Blaine Gibbert really deserves to be the second overall <laughs> drafted quarterback coach because he doesn't. I'm sure once the show ends, that'll be the first thing I ask him. All right, good. All right, dog. Be good. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Okay. Take it easy, guys. Later, Dave. There it is, big dog. Check it in, and uh, we're gonna sign off. Talkzone.com. Two guys in a mic. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody.